Yeah. Is that how we're starting? That's, I guess, man. Season we, five. That's what I felt like. We up yeah. in this piece. Season yeah. five. Season Whoop. five. Whoop. What's up, y'all? We got the crew. The gang is back. Here we man, are. We're back from the tomb. The groundhog has seen a shadow. We are here. <laughs> Whatever that means. I saw some life. stupid meme that was like uh, a groundhog popping his head out of the hole, but he had like uh, Patrick Mahomes hair. And it was like, this is all we're worried about today is, anyways, it was stupid. <laughs> do you, you like, got, you guys you know like Patrick the, Mahomes? Do you like the Chiefs? I don't like the Chiefs. I like Patrick Mahomes and I like Travis Kelsey because they're good football players. Yeah. Oh, you know, you got good football players and you're going to play really good football. You know what I don't like about the Chiefs? Tell me. Is that everyone likes the Chiefs. Uh-oh. So Bro, I've, been, I've been liking the Chiefs for like years. Them. Yeah, yeah your because family you grew up in Wichita. Yeah. So and what? so you had to steal somebody else's football team because Wichita didn't have one. We're better than Houston. Ouch. Yeah. All you, anyways, what is up, season five? Here we <laughs> are. There We're not goes. really here to talk about football, but that was my fault, so I brought it up. Yep. So, we up in this, man. Chris, we back. Yeah. Do you have anything to start with? Uh, I have a couple. Well, I have one big thing. Oh, uh, okay. Just, it, it's nothing. It's nothing that's. Are you going to talk about your podcast? Yes. Talk about something else. Why? Because no, I want to throw something it out else. There. Why? Because we didn't talk about this. All I'm going to say, nope. and I won't even. Okay, fine. I'm just yeah. giving you a hard time. Go ahead. <sighs> All I was going to say is, if we're talking about what we've been up to during the off season, I have been planning. And uh, preparing to launch a podcast that released today, uh, February, well, actually it was yesterday, February 1st. But we launched it, we released it, it's been in the works for seven months, and it is called The Bridal Breakdown. If you want to go check it out, you can do that. It has to do with brides and mental health and wedding planning and all that stuff. So anyways, that's what I've been working on, literally. Do you want to know what I did? What did you do? I started a business called Tove Media I with that. a division called Podcast Solutions and a division called Livestream Wichita I also with did a guy that. named Darren Eubanks and Christopher Cerna. I also did that Thanks too. for that being the thing that you wanted to share what? on our podcast. What? I appreciate it. You, okay. I'm so, I'm oh so excited that you wanted to give a life <sighs> update that you started a business with your uncle, and it's the best thing that's ever happened to you. Oh, so is life. this what that is? Is that you're hurt that I didn't mention there, Tove and that I mentioned I'm this podcast? I'm not hurt. I just see where you're, where what's important in your life right now. <sighs> you guys done? Got what's that up, Casey? Your, got that out of your system? How are you? I'm good. I haven't started any new <laughs> podcasts or anything like that, but I'm busy living, you know. So. <laughs> Doing them things? Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, but seriously. Riding around getting it. Christopher started a podcast. He's I don't want to really talk about it, it anymore. I'm going to talk about it. I don't now. want to talk about it. Anymore. I don't want you to talk about it either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over it. Are the, you? No, I'm not over it. I'm very excited about it. <laughs> he is excited about it. Yeah. You know, I got to give him a hard time. Right? Yeah. This is what we do. For sure. It's what we do. Okay. Are you it's, okay? No, I'm good. Are you butthurt? I'm good. Yep. Okay. I'm, no, I'm not butthurt. <laughs> I'm not butthurt. I am, however, excited to have. This going on tonight, where we're yeah. starting this new podcast. You are not this new podcast. We're starting a new season. <laughs> new season. New season. Yeah. I I always feel energized coming back from a break. Yeah. Me and too. we haven't stopped with the salt either. Content, content, content. Content is king. So we're yeah. supposed to be like setting the tone for this season. Yeah. And like even earlier today, I was thinking to myself, man, I'm going to have a hard time holding back the salt just because I'm still on edge. I mean, we'll see how it we'll see how it works. And I told yeah, you, freaking what it, Casey, blow it that way. That's the Shekinah. <laughs> Do you remember what I told you though about the salt? What'd you say, bro? You got to embrace it. Embrace the it's, salt. What's where you're at? Why try to okay. be anywhere other than Sh- where you are? Show of hands, 
show of hands, um, how many of you guys want to have the salt <laughs> this season? And by the salt, we mean like just going off. What do we mean by the salt? When we talk about the salt on this podcast, we're talking about being salty and wanting to go off about church and all sorts of stuff of that nature and methodology and the methods of the church and you know all that kind of stuff. That's mm-hmm. what I think about in the salt. We're pissed off. You're sending me screenshots of other things that churches are posting, and you're like, look at this. Look at what this pastor said. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I just described myself, by the way. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Jason. You look like a pastor today. Yeah, you told me that. You said you look like a, what'd you say? I said you look like a youth pastor. Yeah, where'd you say I got my clothes at? I don't know, Baby Gap. <laughs> I wish I could fit into anything at Baby Gap. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, we got a hint. So More like Buddha Gap. Just so if you guys don't know, we do go live on Facebook um, every other Tuesday. What's today? February 2nd. And so every other Tuesday, starting February 2nd, We'll be going live at 7 p.m., and we're just going to pray to the Lord that our internet actually uh, cooperates with us so that we can go live. But um, yeah. I said, if you want to if you want to hear the salt, raise your hand, and uh, Pam raised her hand, so she wants the salt. Yeah. She wants to get assaulted. <laughs> I, I didn't that's say that. That's great. We're just kidding. It, you guys have any other life updates? No, that's the biggest one. I know. I basically talked a little bit about what we did without actually talking about it, just kind of yelled at you for yeah, not you talking about it. Yep. But truly, <laughs> in the off-season, you know, we take off because we want to rest. And seek but, the Lord's face. Yeah, but then there's usually not a lot of resting or taking off. No. It's just I was about to say, dude. Starting other projects. When do you rest? Yeah. Uh, Never. Speaking of rest, we're going to be having an episode soon on Shabbat. Yep. On Shabbat. And so I'm probably going to get really convicted. But <laughs> just like a good old Baptist service, <laughs> bring convic- the conviction, bring the conviction from the Lord. I don't Anyways. know, but where you guys been at lately, dude? I haven't. I mean, we've been kicking it here and there, but I mean, yeah. as far as where you are personally, I don't. You know, so that's what I guess we're that's talking what, about, right? Yeah, that's what we're doing today. We're just kind of checking in and throwing down. You know, it's yeah. been a, yeah, it's been a minute. Current events. Well, I was I was going to say real quick. Yeah, that was kind of a big deal for me. We started. Tove Media with two divisions. One's a live streaming division. One is a um, podcast editing, podcast solutions is what it's called. Um, but really diving into that content production world. And so we're excited about it. We got that role in me, Chris and Darren. And um, yeah. anyways, you guys throw us some kudos or whatever, encouragements for what we've got send going on. Send me some vibes. Send, send me some vibes. <laughs> send Chris some vibes. Send me some good old vibes. For his new podcast and... Um, anyways, yeah, so, Casey, you said it. We're here to just kind of catch up today. Well, yeah. actually, before that, we got together. Uh-oh. When was it? Friday, last Friday? Yeah. And we uh, we just got together and had some conversations about the season and, and kind of content and what we want to be talking about. And so uh, we had we had some good conversations about some stuff, yeah. uh, about some, some three-part series and stuff that we have in the works that we're going to be praying about and, and trying to, to move Really in, just seeking the Lord's face. Really just getting into the Word. Yeah. And uh, and really just, you know, just face really, down in it. Just, just really getting in there. Really <laughs> just seeking. Just and, really waiting uh, on the Lord. Really you know? just laying bare before the Lord. <laughs> we, we talked about putting on our burlap. Sackcloth. <laughs> putting on ash. our burlap. Dad ash, though. Yeah, getting, getting oh, that oh ash gosh. all over our face right on our forehead. That ash. <sighs> <laughs> You're a total badass. 
<laughs> Bad Asher. So we got together and we just started talking and starting chatting. And, and Jason, you already hit on this, but you were like, man, I don't know if I'm over being salty. Yeah. You feel the same way? Uh, No. Oh, okay. Yes and no. But yeah. that's okay. We can, we'll can we get to that when we hit on our stories. And I know Casey has a lot that he wants to share where he's just been at. So before we Do get I? into it, I think so. <laughs> you always talking about plants and trees and the Lord and all sorts of vines. You mean and, the stuff you're supposed to be talking about? And sap. <laughs> the amount of sap analogies Tree sap, that Casey sap and ash. That's <laughs> no. all this brother's spitting these days is sap and ash. But um, what we started talking about was basically... Before we get to any of this content and any of these other ideas for episodes, we probably need to give an update about where we're at. Yeah, just to have a... Let people know. Say what's up. You know. What up? Who wants to kick it off? I don't want to go first. I think we should start over on the far end there with you. No, it will be bad news if I go first. So so what we... Yeah, part of the reason we want to do this is because, like, number one, we take time off. And so, you know, October, November, December, January, there's a couple months and a lot can happen in a couple of months. And... You know, when we're in our journeys with the Lord, things can progress or digress <laughs> pretty quickly right. in just a matter of yeah. time. And so um, I was telling Christopher, like, man, I think it's going to be an interesting season because he's in an interesting place. I feel like I'm in an interesting place. Casey's in an interesting place. And I think we all still kind of have some of the same thoughts on things, but we're just in different places in our journey. Yeah, we're and focusing so, on different things. Yeah, so I just kind of thought to myself, like, man, I wonder how it's going to go. And so we thought, well, let's just kind of get it out there on the table and say, hey, here's here's where we're at in our journey. Here's what we've been experiencing. Here's what the Lord's been uh, teaching, doing, saying. And so that's just kind of uh, kind of where we're at and what we want to tackle. I agree. Yes. No, I'm on my hot spot. Oh, okay. Yeah. So who's going? Start to center. Yeah, start at center. Y'all want me to start? Work to the edges. Oh, man, I'm so... You're so distracted by the live stream. I'm so distracted by the freaking live stream. It's like not even working. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Matters, yeah. but it doesn't matter. I don't know what to do with it. Yep, so. I think you just let it ride out, and we're just going to be what it's going to be. Just let it just ride, let it and ride. it'll be what it is. Yep. It is what it is. Yep. Pray Hey, did for... you hit record on this, ep- <laughs> this episode? Because we don't got a backup with this yes. audio. Okay. <laughs> that we normally have. So we are recording for the actual podcast. Yes. We are okay. recording Good. for the actual yeah. podcast. Good. So. All right, who's going first? I mean, y'all want me to go, but I just... I don't even know where to start, man. I really don't. At the beginning. At the beginning. <laughs> um, so without trying to have without trying to let too much salt out. No, I mean number one, I'm still I'm still kind of fed up with, with the Hold on, hold on one are. second. Why just let the salt if this salt flow, bro, let it flow. Nah, Why are you trying to hide it? I'm not. Just let it be what it's going to be. You don't let, have to be where I'm at. You know I don't where have to I'm be at? where you're at. I'm, I am annoyingly complaining. Annoyingly This complaining. is true. This is true. I'm just saying, like, I'm not okay in a lot of ways. Has Casey, have you experienced his annoyingly complaining? Dude, I'm just grumpy. Yeah. I mean, no, I'm not. Discontent in a lot of ways. Yeah, disgruntled. We talked about him being disgruntled earlier. As opposed to as gruntled. Pro, as opposed to gruntled. Um <laughs> So you dumb. Know. I don't know about annoyingly complaining. But I feel like I'm annoyingly complaining. I'm just, have you ever been around somebody who's just not happy with life circumstances? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I, I just think that's where I've been, man. Like, kind of like in my personal life. And I, I just, I have 
I've got dreams, man. I've got aspirations. I got things I want to do. I have things I want to accomplish. Yeah. And I, I'm driven. I, I feel like I'm, I'm a hard worker when it comes to me working on things I want to be doing. Oh yeah, for sure. And there are a lot of things in my life that I have to do that I don't want to do, but it's kind of necessary to make a livelihood and, and be responsible. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I think a lot of that just, I have a hard time being present right now. Like there's always a next thing that's going on. My calendar's full. There's so much happening. Like from last summer, even until now, it's been pretty difficult to even stop and breathe and rest because I've been so busy. I have so many projects in the works. And there's probably people listening and be like, well, you're the one that's, you know, it's your fault and you've taken all that on. I have because I'm passionate about a lot of the things that I'm doing. So in my spare time, I'm trying to do a lot of what I want to do versus not being able to do what I want to do all the time. And so, yes, all my free time is filled up with stuff that I'm excited and passionate about. So with that being said, to tie all that into the spiritual, um, you know, I really don't feel like I've had much of a of a tight relationship with the Lord lately. And I say that only because I know that I've not purposely or intentionally taken a lot of time or any kind of allotted time yeah. to connect with the Lord. Now, it doesn't mean that I don't connect with Him. It doesn't mean I don't pray. It doesn't mean I don't press in. It doesn't mean I don't hear His voice. It doesn't mean any of that stuff. I just have been in a place to where things have been go, 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 go so fast for me in my life that... um there has been some spiritual relationship that has suffered, but I don't feel like I'm in a terrible place. Yeah, that makes sense. So you you're in like say, purgatory right now. <laughs> I guess so. Purgatory <laughs> you're just, real? You're in this place to where you're not actively, there's not this active intimacy that's occurring regularly on a daily basis. Yeah, but I'm still connected with the Lord. And see, that's the thing. No, nah, no. Nah. He said, I am the vine, you are the bread. No, <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, here, I'm going to sit back. But you know what? It's like, um, when we had our conversation, and I'll just go here, we were sitting in that room having our conversation, and I just brought up the word freedom. And I was just saying, you know what, I feel like I'm experiencing a lot more freedom in my relationship with the Lord because there's not a lot of law on me. To You know, so I'm not waking up in the morning and then deciding not to have my quiet time and then going to work and then feeling terrible because I didn't do my 15 minutes of Bible study in the morning. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that there's that's never even really been a part of my relationship with him. So there's, uh, I'm not like missing out or feeling bad on that. I don't feel bad. You know, I don't feel... Um, there's condemnation. There's yeah, there's no, there's no condemnation. And so the other day the Lord was showing me the difference between condemnation and conviction. Like, I can be convicted by the Spirit, but if I'm receiving condemnation, it's not from him. And so... I'm just in a in a place right now more than ever that I'm re- I how do I say this? I'm not relying on somebody else to dictate what my relationship with the Lord should look like. So it sounds like you are are you saying like it's just you just feel okay it, like where your relationship with the Lord is existing and it's okay regardless of I, of doing more or doing less yeah, it is just right. in a it's, state of good yeah, no matter what. Exactly, that's where I feel 
because well, it's not a <clears throat> it's not a system of measurement anymore. You know what I mean? Boom. Yeah, there you I, go. That's good. And so I was I talked to Jason about this the other day. I was reading you know some quotes from the Desert Fathers, and one of them was saying to get closer to God, you need to you know um, get further do, away from do, Satan. Do away with <laughs> systems of measurement. You know what I mean? And Dang, so constantly so good. and consistently, you know, especially in our culture and. You know, everything is measured, like success is measured yeah. by output or gain or whatever, you know what I mean? But I think there's real freedom in that, man, to like not even be measured. Oh, well, you know, condemnation points you down, you know, conviction points you up. And so um, it's good. to <laughs> keep on rolling. <laughs> so, um, yeah, without that measurement, I think that just totally frees you up, man, you know. Yeah. yeah, so, sorry. Sorry, I was asking was him a question really, about something. Yeah, I didn't even know what he was asking me about. Yeah. So. Um, but that's the thing. Like No measurement. Yeah, there's there's no measurement. There's and f- I mean, come on now. Like, when you're in a love relationship with somebody, there shouldn't be any measurement, right? There shouldn't be. There shouldn't be. Love holds no record of wrong. It, there's there's no record being kept. There's there's no one making tally marks. Yeah. There's no one counting the minutes. There's no. You know what I'm saying? It's not like when you love somebody and you you show an act of love. If I give you a gift and you receive that gift in love, you're just like, oh man, thanks for the gift. But at the end of the year, you're not just like, you know what, man, Jason only gave me one gift this year. Yeah. What an yeah. asshole. You know what I'm saying? And so there's no there's no measurement behind it. It's like. It's an act of love. Where does the measurement come from that everyone has been placed on, like this burden of measurement? I don't know, man. I humans, man, people, people, right? Right. Did you did you ever hear Stephen Furtick when he was just like, if numbers weren't important to there wouldn't be a book in the Bible? Book in the Bible called Numbers. Get out of here with that crap. (laughs) Maybe he was joking. (laughs) Maybe he wasn't. He he (laughs) might have been. He might have been joking, but you know, I. So, so let me just tell you this. I heard a pastor the other day, and he was saying... Call him out. Call nah. him... No, he goes, <laughs> he goes. He goes, you kidding? know, I, w- I, w- I was in a room with a bunch of other pastors. There was like 25 of us, and, you know, we, we prayed, and we prayed for like 45 minutes. And I'm just like, why the 25 and why the 45? Why can't you just um, say, I got together with some pastors and we prayed? What was the point of giving the minutes and the amount of pastors? What mm. was the purpose? Yeah, that's interesting. You know, like... It, well, what if you had 26? What, what do if you, you had think 50? the purpose was? What if you had 150? What if you prayed for 90 minutes? What if you prayed for 180 minutes? And it just, what what's the point of that? I could, listen, I could go pray for one minute. And when I mean pray, I mean like, I can go connect with the Lord and seek out his heart and his oh, mind. that conversation that we had right. about this, we talked about that word pray. Yeah. And how maybe that's not the best word to talk about what it sure. truly is. Right. The connecting, because then you just replaced it with... Connecting. connecting. I'm going to go connect yeah, with the so Lord. Yeah, so I'm going to go connect with the Lord. And so there could be more done in one minute of active back-and-forth conversation than there can be in 90 minutes of me just asking a bunch of things and never opening my heart to hear what he actually has to say to Spending me. Spending time means so, nothing if, isn't, if it isn't time well spent. <clears throat> right. So I'm in a place, personally, in my walk, where there's no measurement of success in my relationship. Oh, well, I, you know, the Bible app, you can keep track of streaks now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've been active in the Bible you're app. Streaking. For a, you're streaking. <laughs> Bro. Okay. Can I, you can guys want to go streaking in the Bible app? 
there, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's all. It's like, hey, so there are multiple people that I know uh, that will sh- will share their streaks. Oh, that really? have been going on for years. Hey, but you that know, hilarious. you know, it's yeah, really their streaks. It's really your streaks it, are showing. It's really <laughs> by his stri- by his streaks. <laughs> I am healed. <laughs> what were you saying? Oh. No, I was just saying that it, it's interesting that we, that you just went into talking about that about systems of measurement because I I was going to talk about it kind of whenever I, my turn. When came. it was your turn? Yeah, when it was my turn. So I'm speaking out of turn, but um, I I went from like these macro sins, right, to dealing with more intricate things in my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because um, I wanted to talk about, you know, how I've been delivered, man, from from alcohol and, Dude, and stuff huge. like that. And um, so now that I'm free from that, I'm just kind of, I've just been really, just really spending time with the Lord. And, you know, no, I'm just kidding. How much time? Uh, you know, probably not enough. And for how many days? And what's your streak? <laughs> what's your streak? What's your streak, bro? And, how are you streaking? But I started realizing something <laughs> like um, the manipulation of others and how we manipulate people and why uh, is because um, when we have a desired outcome or in our mind a more favorable outcome, we manipulate other people, you know, to achieve that. And I was just kind of thinking about it. I was like, man, like, if, 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 if our sole aim, right, in this life is God, there's, there, and we're not focused on anything else, well, then we truly are free to love other people because that's the chief aim in our life is him and him alone, right? And so systems of measure, like I was talking about, like, how, how do we have a favor, more favorable outcome? You know, it's because we're measuring things. Okay, my mm. marriage isn't yeah, up to yeah, par. Yeah, yeah. This yep. isn't up to par. Or we measure people based off of, okay, they're either good, very good, or awesomely good, or they're bad, very bad, or, you know, awesomely monstrous bad. and toxic. Yeah. You right. know what I mean? But yeah. we, we, we decide in, how, in how many what stars those people this are. Relationship? Yeah, right. How many, how many stars? You want to rate that person? for me? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I need you to fill out this questionnaire. So, you know, I, I was just <laughs> thinking about something. You know what? Like, I'm talking about. Like, oh, I'm disgruntled and I'm out of sorts and all this. And I'm saying, and I haven't had a lot of time to spend with the Lord. And there are people out there who are just making the connection and saying, well, if you spent more time with the Lord, well, then you'd probably be okay. And that's that's true to an extent. I was just thinking about this the other day that, I, you know, I I purposely took the time and just went to the Lord and was just like, man, I, you know, I'm here like. I got to get some healing going in my heart, like yeah. in my mind, you know, like just going to the Lord with it. Um, but again, I, the reason I bring that up is because, you know, there's, there's no, it, I guess what I'm trying to get, the point that I'm trying to get across is this. I sound like Joe Biden right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, have, you, have you seen that, some but, of his speeches? Uh, oh my gosh. What a burger. Freaking terrible. Anyways. Um, what I'm trying to say is that all I know, I know that if I go and connect with the Father, that in that moment, yeah, like I can connect and receive, exist, commune, communicate with Him, and in my I can exist in my identity, and that's what I was trying to get at. Was it's an identity issue. Um, I was talking to you about this one day. Like, if you listen to how people pray, and now you're going to think I'm being judgy, but listen, follow me here. If you listen for the things that people ask of the Lord, 
how often are people asking the Lord for something that he's already given them or already done, right? Oh, Lord, would you just be with us? Jesus is like, uh, I said I wouldn't leave you with orphans and that I would be with you even unto the end of the age and that you're marked with the spirit, which is the seal, the promise to come and that I'm Emmanuel, Christ, you or, or God with you and that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit and it dwells in you. So we're saying be with us but yeah. no, that's you know good. what I'm saying? And yeah. so he's already given us those things. So a lot of times when I now when I approach the father, I'm in a place to where I step in in my identity as a son. And as a son, he will accept me and love me, but he'll rebuke me and correct me and discipline me. And so I'm OK, regardless of how long it's been since I've spent time in since prayer. your last communing. Right. Like, you know, it's I. You know, I go to the Father, and he's like, how long has it been since your last confession? No, I mean the Father in heaven. Yeah. And he's like, I mean, he's just I can like, imagine I'm he's just, like, I'm so glad you. that you're here. It's good to see you. I'm so glad. Yeah. Like, finally, you slowed down long enough, guy. And that's just where I'm at. I, I have more freedom in my relationship with the Father than I've ever had in my coming and going and my being with him and my experience with him. It's not like rigid in any way, shape or form. It's just free. And I feel like I have more identity as a son and yeah. there's just more of that freedom is and freedom from law, right? We no longer live according to the law. There's not a set of rules or whatever that dictate whether or not we're in right standing with God. We have been redeemed. If anyone's in Christ, he is a new creation. We are his children, and with us he is well-pleased, not based on something we did or didn't do, but because of what Jesus did. And so oh, yeah, I'm just, for sure. I'm kind of there, so like... I mean, how, but would you say, you know, based off of some of the conversations you and I have had about being angry and stuff like that, like, I know for, for me, at least, I, I have to calibrate my day, you know, in the morning and actually have to have that time, no matter what. You know, longer than fifteen minutes, man, because I need to set myself up. You know what I mean? And I and I understand that as soon as as soon as my feet hit the ground from climbing out of bed, it's like yeah. I've got to go there immediately. Were you just because, a better Christian than I am? Well, no, that's not what I'm saying. I know I'm just joking. You know? I mean, I mean, I think it's possible for whether the everyone can be in a different season that requires different things of them. And it, I mean, it just sounds like right now you're in a season of freedom and you're in a season of fighting, and you got to go there and you got to. Fight every single. No, I. You know, I'm not. You know, I am in a season, or I was. I'm coming out of a season of fighting. You know what I or mean? Or maintaining, or or you're you. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying that, for me anyway. You know, have like I said, just as soon as I get out of bed, it's got to be there. You know, because then right. I, can, I can tell I'm not angry during the day. I can tell with my interactions with people that I don't want to interact with or that I have to interact with or, or that are unpleasant, like that my, my attitude has changed. You know what I mean? That because everything was calibrated and anchored around that, that set time, not as a, as, not as a rule or a law, but as, as, an, a abso- as, as an absolute need, yeah. you know what I mean? 100%. You're, you're going for that daily bread. Yeah, Bray. It's because you're hungry. Bray. It's because you're hungry. Yeah, dude. Right? Trying to stack that bread. Well, so, it's just, it's, I don't know, man. Like, you guys, you, you're talking about still being kind of salty or whatever. And, man, like, this past season that I went through, absolute hell. You know what I mean? But in a lot of ways, I would never take it back. 
You know what I mean? I would never say, God, if we can redo the past real quick, can we not do that? Because what I've gained um, through all of this has been valuable, you know, very valuable. And now I'm in a place, man, like I'm not, you know, salty. I'm content. And I was telling Jason, good, I was bro. telling Jason um, this morning, I called him, you know what I mean? And I, and I, we were talking about a situation that just happened in my life that was in my older, you know, not too far along ago, it, it would have caused a complete meltdown, you know what I mean? Or like an absolute rage, you know, fest. But man, I, I would, there's like a calm before the storm and the calm after, right? And I think that the calm after the storm is a much more valuable calm because it's an experienced calm, right? So you you Whoa. come out you come out of the storm, and the so whereas before I might have had peace, but the, all of a sudden this raging storm comes through, like and lasted forever, man. You know what I mean? Thought I was gonna die, yeah. you know? But after coming out on the other end and I'm looking at this storm rolling past me now, dude, you have an experienced calm, a wisdom calm, you know what I mean? And that's kind of, and I told Jason today, cause he was like, man, I'm sorry for you, man. I was like, dude, don't be man. Because, because I, I'm, I don't have peace or I don't, I'm not at peace, right? I have peace. There's two different things. You can be at peace with something and actually have peace. Like that peace that transcends understanding that even in some dark times or some really, tough times man no one's gonna take that from me man because i earned that in blood i paid that in full you know what i mean Mm, yeah and you can't take that away from me now you know and so for me i'm not dude i'm just so content man with where i'm at chilling you know and and understanding and waiting for him and like because i because for the longest time the past three years of my life dude i've had to to absolutely cling to the mast in the middle of a hurricane, nonstop, Golly. all over and over and over. And he was literally, I had to cling to him, you know what I mean? And um, coming out of that, you know, for, for such, having to be so dependent on him, even in my sin, man, even, you know what I mean? These things that kept kicking me over and over and over again that I couldn't seem to kick, man. And now all of a sudden, like, I just woke up one day and I called Jason. I was like, dude, like, I'm delivered from alcohol, like hands down, period. You know what I mean? And I know it to be so. Yeah. You know, I've I've had victory over sin in my life, and now I'm having victory over self as well. Mm. You know, and That's living, huge. Yeah, so Watchman Nee in the book Spiritual Man, he said that victory over sin is like a door. Once you put your, once you put your foot in there, you're in. He said victory over self is a journey over a lifetime. You know what I mean? And so realizing that I've had victory in that, and now I can really concentrate, like I said, macro to micro. I'm yeah, not yeah, focusing yeah. because I've had, deli- I'm delivered, bro. You yeah. know what I mean? And so in my life, I, I sort of, you know, I w- it seems too little too late in a lot of arenas for me. You know what I mean? But why not back then? Why now? I don't know. That's not for me to know. I used to ask those questions right. all the time. You know, why? Why? Yeah. You know, why all of this when it could have just been this before any of that happened? But this is what earned that. And so, um, yeah, like I said, I'm just in a different place, man, completely content with, you know, and waiting on him, dude, waiting on him. That's it. Like, again, to have no other goal other than him and to let him dictate everything everything else. Yeah. So. Man, I'm happy to hear all that stuff. I'm happy to hear about the season just that you're in. This, This new shift for you, I think that's that's huge. I mean. To be able to, yeah, man, I mean, uh, I'm, be clinging to the mask for years and years, masked for years and years, and then all of a sudden, you know, I'm back in worship now, dude. Like, uh, you know, 
they'd taken a song out of my heart for a long time. You know what I mean? Right. Like coming Dang. back from it, like, you know, back into worship where I'm supposed to be, you know? Yeah. I got, we've got Ascension Ministries, you know, that's, we're going on another Brewing. trip in May, you know? And then also I'm writing a book now, you know? About, yeah, man. Um, that's big news. Yeah. It's He's big getting medicine, after it. bro. Yeah, dude. I just like, like I said, you know, doing things because they're appointed, not because we think they're anointed. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we were talking about appointed, that. And it was just like, it was so natural the way that it came out. And it's just like, this is just the natural byproduct of being you know, balanced, you know what I mean? Yeah. Being with the Lord. And so it's huge, man. I've, yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I'm glad you started talking about that because I was going to say just in my, my conversations with you, like there, you're so consistent in the things that in your devotions, the things that you read, the things that you listen to. And, you know, a couple times a week, I'll get a phone call from Casey in the morning and he'll share something he's was, was thinking about, or we start getting on one, man. It's like, we start getting encouraged and getting fired up or whatever. And he'll send me something, you know, from uh, Watchman Nee or whoever it is. Uh, who's the other guy you read? Henry Nowen. Nowen, yeah. So he'll send me some stuff in the morning. And, you know, I'm on my way to work or whatever, and I'll get a text and I'll look up. And, and that'll be the thing that, like, encourages me for the morning because, yeah, dropping you know, some. I was, like, trying to get out the house and get to where I'm going. Dang, he's spoon-feeding you some, some goods, sure man. Is. Dude. You've been doing it for me for a long time. Baby hungry. Yeah, he's having to baby bird me some word. Baby Baby bird bird. the word. Baby bird the word. (laughs) (laughs) Just regurgitate it back (laughs) at you. Open up, eat it. It's like, what's your streak like, bro? Yeah. How's your streak? What's your streak like? How's your streak? That's the new how's your heart. That's Uh, Pastor, I'm just really. Pastor, I'm just really. No, I'm I'm just, I'm down. You know, I'm just. I mean, are you streaking? Yeah. Yeah, right. What's your streak? How many days consistently? How many consistent days you've been in the word? Yeah. What's your streak? Well, that's it. What's your streak? Well, Pastor, uh, and I've been, I'm on about 12 days. Bull crap. You're reading that paperback stuff? You, you don't know, have the streak you know on you tri- version. You know what's trippy about... I can't you know, hold you accountable. You know what's trippy about that, too, going through that? Like, I, when all of this was not sustained because I was consistently every single day in the Word, memorizing a verse, doing this, in the Word consistently. Yeah, it was so literally, well, let's talk about It so was literally an experiential thing with him, like, so experience. To, where, to where he literally walked through hell with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he was the only one that didn't quit because I still... And I'm not saying you guys, or I'm not saying that I'm salty, but you, during that season, man, when I was in that tomb, I I was not getting phone calls. I was not getting people saying, "Hey, man, I hope you're doing okay." I had nothing. I wasn't baby I was burning the word. I was alone, man. You know what I mean? But I, I wasn't alone because, like, he literally walked through that with me. And so, having so much experience with him, you know what I mean, and that comfort in the throes of night, you know what I mean, and all these these things tormenting me back and forth, like all day, all night. You know, having him be there, you know, and I, of course I went to the word and I had verses that sustained me, you know, or words that would come to my mind, but, right. you know, but that was a, that was an ex- experiential yeah, thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not the know? streaks that kept you going. I mean, it right. was, I know I say that, I mean, we've been joking about that, but I mean, seriously, there's a lot of people, you know, that they just, they're very big, give me the word, I don't need anything else. And you're saying like, all right, I had the word, but man, I also had the word. Right, I had, correct. Know, him there with me. Correct. Wow. Like, the person of Jesus, the 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 experiential side of it. Yeah. You know, you know how um, when pastors teach on giving or tithing, they'll often say like, "If you want to know what somebody's committed to, go look at their bank account." Oh my gosh! Yeah. It, if you want to know if someone's really committed to the scriptures, go, go look, look at, at their, their streaks. Dang! <laughs> no, but that's hilarious though. It's like someone goes into account. Let me see that streak, bro. Yeah. If if 
yeah, if I were to go to a counselor and I'd be like, man, I'm just, I'm struggling, you know, like I'm discontent. They'd be like, well, what's your streak like? And then they go and look and they're like, oh yeah, you got a 200 day streak. And then they look into it and they're like, bro, you just been reading this verse about these fawns and the breast <laughs> over and over again every day in this song of songs. Like what's going on here? <laughs> In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In the, in the beginning, beginning God created, created the heavens and the earth. earth. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. I kept the streak up. That's right. Streaking, baby. <laughs> so, um, Casey, are you, you done updating? Bro, I mean, I mean we can update look, as we go, yeah, too. But you it, know, and talk, thoughts kind of talk hit. just a little bit more about this deliverance from alcohol. Like, I mean, that's a big word, and that's a big thing. Oh, it's huge. And anybody, you know, the people at this table, certainly, and anybody that's known me for the past decade, you know what I mean? Even in church, man, and even, I mean, I struggled so hard with it, you know what I mean? I lost my marriage over it, you know what I mean? Like, these are, this is, these, this is something that I've been struggling with for a long time, yeah. and I've had a lot of people praying for me for a long time. But I'll tell you this, man, this is good, this is an interesting story, and this is so yay story time. so yeah my yay. my dad right he my, you know your dad's name in my phone is t-bone <laughs> why i don't know it just did i think it's because Tavares. yeah i used to call him so mike t-bone Tavares. so dad was dad was <laughs> fasting right but he was just doing it he didn't know you know when you're fasting you should be praying about something you know and I, because I asked him, he was on like day two. He went like four days without without food. Dang. Yeah. So on day two, I was at, you know, I was just over at the house kicking it with him. And I was like, well, what are you praying about? He's like, what do you mean? I was like, bro, you got to be praying, you know? And um, I think two days after that is when I woke up <clears throat> and I realized that the chains had fallen off of me. Oh, snap. And I talked to my dad. When he ended the fast, and when I told them to pray for something, he started praying for me. So it was my father, you know, so, and I, and the Lord said this to me. It was my mother's prayers for a long time that sustained mm. me. Yeah. But it was the prayers of my father that freed oh me. Oh, you know, and uh, I'll get to share that with him for, <sighs> you know, the rest of my life. But, yeah. you know, and how indicative of the father is that? The, our our father, Jeez, you know what man. I mean? Like taking that yoke, he took the yoke upon himself, you know, and he breaks that yoke. And uh, it was just a really, a real special thing. But man, I'm, you know, I'm <laughs> straight up delivered. And right. I, the, the freedom, dude, I don't, you know, I don't have to worry about that anymore. You know, I don't have to, you know, struggle and and fight it. You know, it's just, Knowing that I'm that I'm delivered finally, and I who knows, man, I don't I don't know why what? it took so long. You know what I mean? Because we've been praying for this for a long time. You know, I've went to Teen Challenge. I've been to doing. I've done these things. I've, yeah. you know, hey, well, if we just get them plugged in, maybe it'll change. You know what I yeah. mean? And, yeah. Or just all, all right. these all these church things. You know what I mean? That we that we prescribe to people for their spiritual ailments. You know. Uh, this was years and years and Bro, listen, years of absolute torment God, and struggle. Man. Listen to this real quick, though. I have a lot of different ways I'd like to go with this. Because, Chris, I still want to hear about where you're at. I really I don't care to talk but, about where I'm at. But Okay. <laughs> but I, but I, I want to hit on this. Casey, okay, so you just said something. You said you're, we, we prescribe these things to Christians. Right. And you know what's interesting? So you were, gosh, so many different ways to go. I had the thought. There's that um, 
is it a Chinese proverb or whatever it is that says, let thy food be thy medicine and thy medicine be thy food? Mm -hmm. So big pharma, medical industry, pharmaceuticals, they treat symptoms, but rarely do they ever cure the heart of the matter. Yeah. Right. And so I'm a huge, like, food and diet guy, like food is medicine. Medicine, like you would be amazed what happens to your body when you start to cut certain things out and actually add certain things in. And we, you know, I can talk about that all day long. But what happens, so let me just let me just tell you this. I had heartburn for a long, long time. I used to buy the extra large, extra strength tums, big bottles, two at a time. They're on sale. And I would pound those things two or three in the afternoon, two or three at night. I'd wake up in the middle of the night, drink milk take two Tums because I had heartburn like a mofo. Right. I changed my diet. My heartburn went away. Mm. Okay. It came back, back in like November, December. I was like kind of depressed. I was going out to eat all the time, Mexican food, eating a Mm. bunch of stuff that I wouldn't normally eat, corn chips, corn tortillas, bunch of carbs, that kind of stuff. My heartburn came back. I went and bought another bottle of Tums and I hadn't bought one in two years. I cut the stuff out. My heartburn went away again. I haven't needed the Tums. Okay, so here's here's where I'm going with this. There's a difference between curing the issue and treating the symptom. And so what has happened with you is the cure has come to you. Right. This deliverance from sin has been a cure from the Father. It has not been you trying to treat the symptoms of sin right. with the things that and have been talk- prescribed by the church and we, over time and we talked ab- to treat sin. Yeah, and we yeah. talked about this as well, about if we're looking at a tree, right, sin is just the fruit, right? And so what we're this saying is, is pick the fruit. You know, we're, we're saying, well, stop drinking. Heard it all the time. My parents, my ex-wife, all, of, all the stop. time. My sisters, just stop. people around me, just Will stop. It. Just Will stop. It. Just stop. It's never just stop is not the issue. It's right. never the issue. You're saying, pick the fruit, keep picking the fruit when you're asking me to change the tree. You know what I mean? Wow. The only way Damn. that you correct that is you have to chop the tree down, okay? And not only that, but whenever I go remove a tree, I have to, I have to grind the stump out completely. That, that tree is completely eradicated because if it's not, it's going to start spr- sprouting shoots again, you know? And honestly, what happened, man, is the process of crucifixion the death, the burial, and the resurrection in my life because yep. I am living a resurrected life. Dude, yep. I'm, not, I'm not changed. I'm a new person altogether. Yeah, new creation. And that completely. was only realized, and I, I, don't, I don't like talking about it a whole lot, especially not on air, but that was through the divorce, man. <clears throat> the most excruciating, the worst thing that ever happened to me in my life, man, that was the death of me. You know what I mean? Like, that was it. You know, consequence or not, I'm not, that, that stuff can be damned, bro. Because we're not even talking about whether it was consequence, whether it was God, whether it was me, whether it was her. What, we're not talking yeah. about any of that. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, yeah. It was, what it was was a spiritual death. Mm. And I endured the process of an... Ex- so the crucifixion takes time, okay? But it accomplishes its goal in totality, which is over time it's excruciating, but there will be a death, which means there will be a tomb, which means there will be a resurrection, you know what I mean? And so that process, like I was saying, and we're going to go into a couple episodes yeah, we're about the do process a three of that. Part, because that, three that part freedom and that, that deliverance was realized in co-death with Christ. <clears throat> co-death. You know what I mean? It was, pay, you know, um, when Paul was talking about 
you know, we have been crucified with, with him, you know, and, and ex- the experience of co-death with Christ, obviously not a physical death, but a spiritual death, mm. you know, and that freedom was realized in that process because you can't, we want new life, but we don't want the death. We don't want the crucifixion yep. of our flesh and we don't want the, bar- I'll tell you what, the tomb was almost worse the spiritual tomb that I was in was almost worse than, than that, than, than the crucifixion, the de- yeah, than, than the death, death itself. Huh? You know what I mean? It was, and I think about it, well, what's a tomb? It's lonely, right? I can't, you Dark. can't share, you can't share my tomb with me, son. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's a process that you have to go through alone. It was, it's, it's lonely. It's dark. I was in a dark, dark, dark yeah. place, really dark. Okay. And there, and it's a period of waiting time, mm. you know, thinking, man, and then I woke up one morning, and my life was resurrected. Man, you know? can you and you can can you imagine though? How many? And I don't know if you had any of these voices around you at all, trying to prescribe things. The just stops. Yeah. The just get in the word more. The just do this. Yeah. But when you're dead, you can't do any of that. Yeah. When you're dead, you're waiting on your name to be called. You yeah. completely stop striving. You completely I stop. cease striving. So What's when we were talking quote? about Lazarus, right? Yep. There was a point. Where, dude, Lazarus was sick, okay? And Jewish people were known for medicine, being the best physicians ever. You don't think that Lazarus went to every single doctor in that city trying to get a prescription, trying to get a cure for that, right? Oh, for sure. Of course sure. he did. There was a point in time where even you're even hoping that Jesus is on the horizon. You're even hoping, right? Like even through through like the process of the divorce, the, the, you know this this thing that I was experiencing. You're you're like, oh man, it's you know it's gonna be okay, right? Because Jesus is on his way. Yeah. yeah. And then there's a point where you realize he's not coming. You know what I mean? And there was a point that Lazarus had to give up his spirit. He had to give up. And I relate that to cease striving. And know that I am God. Because mm-hmm. after Lazarus stopped striving for his own life, he got to know God as the, as the God of resurrection power. Wow. I'm excited to crack this thing open. We've been talking about, that was one of the things that we planned out, was to do a three-part series on this topic and, and to get into it. Because it's deep. and There's a lot of stuff there. And, you know, I hear this story and I'm moved by it. Like, you know, I've I've... I've known you and I've known your struggles since as long as I've been here because I moved yeah. in with your parents. And so, and, and to see the look in your eye, to see, I can see the peace, I can see the contentment, I can see all that stuff. Man, and then hearing that story about Mike, like that yeah, just, good God, that is, that's power. Well, that's, dude, that's power. You know, he went, he, and I know, I knew your mom. I sat there and I've, I held your mom and she cried for you. I know your mom was the, the praying type. Yeah. You know, and and to hear those words that your mother's prayers sustained you, but your father's prayers broke the chains, like, golly, that just that hits, and and that makes you think, like, you know, you said like, well, well why, why not then, why not now? But that's not the, the it had to happen the way it, it had to happen. Yeah. So, you, but it's powerful, it's so powerful, and it makes me think like, there's no prescription that man could have given you, no. any pastor, any teacher, anyone that could have cured, reconciled. Fixed whatever words you want to use. It was him and him alone. This, man. this, and, 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 and it's the journey and process. Time, yes, the journey playing out in your process playing out. That was my question. I mean, I was thinking about this because you said I, I was finally delivered, and I'm thinking to myself like, well, what is what is the process for that? Like, when does deliverance come? And we joked about it the other day, but you know, I was like, well, the Lord was just like, no, you guys need four. 
400 years of slavery. <laughs> yeah. And then that's enough. And right. then I'll show up. And that seems cruel. Right. It's like, no, you, you need a decade worth of drugs and alcohol and a, a marriage lost. And then I'll show, like, what is that? I don't know. What is that? But listen to this. So we're talking about the prescription thing, like trying to prescribe deliverance, essentially. And we made this, we talked about this, the Israelites, and they were in captivity. What could they have done to free to have freed themselves? To freed themselves, nothing. I mean, I mean, let me ask it again, because I want you to chew on it. The Israelites were in captivity. They were incapable. They were under the rule and the reign of Pharaoh. Of oppression. They were oppressed. They were slaves. They were not their own masters. They were under the will and the power of another individual. They were powerless. They were powerless. And there was millions of them who were in this scenario. Can you imagine... Then somebody from the outside, imagine if Moses showed up and said, hey, Israelites, right. why are you still oppressed? Why are you still slaves? Get Stop up. doing that. Yeah, no. get, get out of Egypt. What is your problem? What's your issue? Yeah, what's yeah. your issue? What, why don't you just why don't stop, you just stop, why don't you being, stop a being a slave? Why don't you just deliver yourself? Couldn't, well, you know, figure it out. Make a plan. Have a five-year plan. Get all your friends together. And, and hey, you know what? We're going to get free, and so there are a bunch of people who are going to be your accountability partner to make sure that you're coming up with a plan and sticking to your plan to get free from the hand of Pharaoh. How absurd is that? There's, what's the answer? What was the answer? A deliverer. Appointed time. Appointed t- an appointed time and a deliverer, and the heart of the Father saying, he said, I have heard the cry of my people, therefore... I'm sending you, Moses, to deliver my people. And so, number one, interestingly, the Father partnered with somebody to bring about that deliverance. The Lord partnered with your Father to deliver you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's freaking crazy to me. But it's like, when does it come? Like, for for people who are out there right now and they are where you were, or it's like the, the weight of the world is on them, they know that they are a slave either in their mentality, in an abusive relationship, in sin. It's like, stop trying because you can't. Literally. You cannot. Because in my weakness, he's strong for me, right? But if we come to it and we approach it with anything less than absolute humility and realizing that we are absolutely powerless in the face of it, save from the power of God inside of us, he, uh, he resists the proud, Right? So we want to partner with him in our work, but we don't want to be humble enough to admit that that we are weak. But yeah. his strength is manifested in our weakness. Yeah. You know? So, yes, he's striving. I mean, that's the only thing that I can really say about it. I, I gave up. I, I gave up completely. I you know what, and you know what's so interesting, man? Is that the prescription on Sunday mornings, get in the Word. Here we go. Join a group. I mean, I... Yes, no, yes, it's good. I'm, yes, I'm it's harping good. on that. This is the prescription, in literally, like how a large if, percentage if a pastor of in America. or leader were to hear this, how could you then step on stage again and prescribe and push people to take it into their own hands right. and to try to do it? 
Because I think that that's most of what we get here in America is grab it by the balls, take it into your own hands, and you make it happen. And it's up to you by the amount that you read, by the amount that you give literally financially and of your time to the Lord. And when you do these things, you just wait and see God's going to set you free. And here's another really, really... And and it's so interesting because your story was ceasing. Right. Cease. Nothing. None of that stuff. Give up, man. Because there's nothing you can do, literally, and it is. And it you is know like what? you're in that mode. And check this out. If you're, if you're, you're made, the, you're 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 weak, and then you're made strong correct. through him. But you have there's not like yeah. I feel like what we do in Christianity is like, oh, let me be weak, and we turn it down. But it's not turned off, and it's not unplugged. Right. And it's only when you unplug that you can get to the point that that you're right. Dude. And there's no we, level again. We want the new life without the cost of the death of our flesh, because we say, oh, I want I want that that resurrected life power in me. And yet when he starts to break things off in your life or really starts working on you, all of a sudden you give up. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? But you, you don't, there's a, and Derek said this to me, and it's stuck with me ever since. There's a difference between resuscitation and resurrection. Right. Ooh. So we have, bunch of, we, have a a bunch of people, we have a bunch of people going to the brink of death but not crossing over, yeah. you know, and shrinking back. Here's another interesting point. Again, you were saying... You were saying it's you're walking up to a slave saying, free yourself, free yourself, free yourself. Do you not know if you walk to a slave and you start saying, free yourself, you're mocking that person, and you actually become one with the taskmasters because you're putting more law on an already burdened people. Wow. And that's what Jesus said to the Pharisees. And, you, then, and then you're, you and then you're surprised when, when, when right. they can't. <clears throat> when they you know can. what I mean? When, you, when they can't do it because you're sitting here saying... You know, do better, do better, do better, do better, work harder, work harder. You know what I mean? Yeah, You're mocking right. that person, yeah. you know? Yeah. Let me read a scripture. Uh-oh, we're getting getting into scripture on the podcast. We're making, taking a turn here in season five. Therefore, <laughs> brothers and sisters, Romans 8, 12 through uh, 15. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we have an obligation, but it's not to the flesh to live according to it. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the flesh or the body, you will live. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship, and by Him we cry, Abba, Father. Dude, for if by the Spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the flesh, I can't help but think that we often try and beat sin from the soul. From the soul. From our flesh. We try harder. We it's we the striving. We will mind, harder. will, and emotions. <clears throat> yeah. We try and get all that in line. We try and take control of our minds. So we're gonna we talk take, about this later on. So that we pod, take control of our body. Later on in the season as well, yeah, because but, there's a stark contrast. Yeah, oh yeah. It's yeah, huge. Sorry, go ahead. It's huge. You know, there are people who will um there are people who will essentially mitigate sin in their life by setting up boundaries and doing these kinds of things. But when you take the boundaries away and they're in that position again, that situation again, they will fall to that sin because there's not been a heart change. It's like the alcoholics, they say, oh, well, this is the last time, you know, well, no, it's like, you know, oh, you have a problem with drinking brother. You just need to stay away from the bars. Yeah. It's like, okay, well then I'm not going to drink at the bar. I'm going to drink at home or I'm going to drink in my car. The true sign of a changed man is not that he never goes to a bar again. It's that he sits in a bar and drinks water while he's surrounded by people 
pounding alcohol. That's changed. And he has no desire to consume the alcohol. Desire. There, the desire. And yep. so, you know, I hear people say this all the time. And I've talked about this with, like, porn in the past and sexual sin and all this stuff. And I've always said, you know what, man? It's just, you've said it too about alcohol. This is just my cross to bear, man. I'm just going to struggle with this my entire life. Well, number one, you're speaking that into existence that you will struggle that with your entire life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't see that there's any way that I can have victory over it. I think I'm actually speaking truth when I say that. Like, if I've ever said that in the past, I don't think I'll ever get over this. What's because... I actually have no hope of getting over it, but right. I personally don't have hope of getting over it. So I've seen people who've set up boundaries and done that kind of thing, but they've fallen right back into it because there's not been a heart change. And so when I'm going to the Lord, I'm not like, help me not open the browser or help me not download the app. I'm like, change my heart, man, inside yeah. out. Yeah. I want it. I want to have new desires. And I heard somebody talking about this one day with obedience. Maybe it, let me ask you a question here. You, you start talking about change your heart. Is it that we need a heart change, or is it I need to die? Because that's what it sounds like we're talking about over here. That's so the how cost, do you? Man. Y- yeah, it's like and there's you, you got to go no, through this tomb. There's no there's no how for it because it's going to be different for yeah. everybody. You know what I mean? But what? But you will know once you give that. You know, and if you're not ready to die in your flesh, then don't be praying that prayer. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, if you're ready for it, then then yeah, you know. <sighs> but me, but you you have to understand it's not. There's no set thing. Okay, well, this is how you know. But you will know. You know what I mean? When he starts breaking things off, you know what I mean. You start seeing real ugly stuff come out of you. You know what I mean? Mm. It starts that furnace, man, that heats the dross to the top, and you're going to be surprised how long that furnace goes and how much comes to the surface. All that ugliness, man. Yeah, you know, until you're scooped and and, and purified, you know, and you will know, mm. you know, when you're going through that process. Do you think? Okay, let me mm. ask this question. Do you think everybody requires a death, like the spiritual death, like to the extent that you went through, or do you think there are different? And this is a real question. I mean, I just, I'm, not I'm sure. curious. Like, do you think for some people, because Scripture talks about, it talks about death, talks about, I'm, I'm thinking about impurities, being scooped out, being heated up, melted, uncomfortable, you know, being battle-born, all that, all that kind of stuff that we've talked about in the past. Mm. So I'm just wondering, I mean, I don't know. I'm just thinking, like, is that, is, is that how it is for everybody? Is it, is it different for everybody? Is there, Scripture talks about purifying Resurrection, death. I mean, there's a, all these different treatments. I mean, who knows? And I know you don't have the answer. It's just yeah. it's a thought that I'm thinking right now. Like, how's that go for everyone? I don't know, man. You're yeah. gonna have to find some more delivered people and see what it looked like for them. That's know? true. That's true. That's a big thing. Hey, how did you get where you are? And a lot of times, I mean, you're right. You hear those stories, and they involve pain. They involve hurt. They involve years yeah. of loneliness. Yeah. I mean, they're they're scarred. They're scarred, they're healed up, but you know, but you can tell they've been through it. That, yeah, that that piece and that's that that kind of wisdom, you know what I mean? That spiritual growth, if we're talking about growth, like that comes with a cost, bro. <laughs> a yeah. cost. I guess I w- and I mean, you kind of said it. You're just like it's different for everybody, whatever. But I, I guess the question is like, what what does it mean, or what's the practicality behind putting to death the misdeeds of the flesh? By the Spirit. Well, it's it's the difference between realizing, because I know for a long time that I was living out of my soul. 
You know what I mean? And the thing about the soul is that it's it's the it's the created life of God, right? So a soul is what we share with every living creature on this planet, you know, but the spirit is his uncreated life. And so soul, mind, uh, mind will, emotions, right. the body, um, you know, I'm a very emotional person, you know, and I was letting, you know, zeal for the house consumes me, but it was to a point, it wasn't good, you know what I mean? And so I started realizing where, you know, if you if you understand what's coming from the soul or how you how you can identify that, well, then you know you can you can kind of guide your way, but also like living by the spirit, you know, and actually having that an allowance, you know what I mean, and and being wholly yielded, you know, pr- again a humility issue, being wholly yielded, obedience. You know what he's telling you to do, yeah. You know what he's telling you to right. do, and yet you do the opposite, and you're wondering why your life, your spiritual life, is suffering. You know right. what I mean? There's an obedience, you know, the cross. You have to be obedient, right, to the point of death. There was an obedience there. You have to be obedient yeah. on the way there, right? You know, knowing what he wants you to do and doing it. You know, that's how you fan the flames in, of of the spirit inside of you. You know, and um, yeah. So yeah, uh, where were we going with that? Just wondering. Yeah, and I had just asked the question yeah. about about you know is is the death that you experienced? Yeah, you and know, we got to be careful that we because a lot of people, a lot of Christians even, are mean well, but they're doing the work of the Lord, you know what I mean, from a soulish position. My yep, will, yeah. exerting my will, exerting my wisdom, yeah. you know, my feelings, my oh, my feelings, and, and being so caught up in the presence of God all the time. That's, that's, a, that's a sign of immaturity, you know what I mean? Not being stoic, not being balanced, you know? Yep. And a lot of people are, see, the problem about doing God's work from the soul is that we do it from the soul and present it as something to God as something spiritual, and it's not. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. it was done from the soul. Or we per se say, this is what the Lord said. The Lord right. said this. Right. Which is just as dangerous. Right, right. And so that's that comes with time and understanding, you know, what, where, what specifically where you have a bend towards, like... Um, like for me, I, I know that I'm an emotional person. So when I'm living out of my emotions, it caused me a lot of hell. You know what I mean? Right. Because I, I would lash out, you know what I mean, out of hatred or even, you know, everything I do in my emotional spectrum is done to the fullest. I'll love you to the right, fullest. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? But I'll also let you have it to the fullest. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's, and that's, that's, that was immaturity. And I yeah. was so immature, dude. And I guess godly sorrow produces, you know, righteousness. Right? Is that or wisdom? No. What is it? I don't remember. But but I I have a godly <laughs> sorrow, an absolute not a, not a worldly sorrow. I mean, I I was remorseful, but what the worldly sorrow did oh. was drove me deeper into alcohol. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. I have a I have a godly sorrow for for how immature I was. You know. Godly what I mean? sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation exactly. and leaves no regret. But worldly regrets. sorrow brings death. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> no regrets. So. You know, yeah, worldly sorrow breeds death. So I, yeah. in my worldly sorrow, I was only, it was depression is what it was, right? Yeah. That's worldly yeah. sorrow. And I would sink back to alcohol. Yeah. But godly sorrow led to repentance. That, that godly sorrow in my life, I'm truly sorry to the people that I've hurt. You know what I mean? And that, in, in seeing it now from, from wisdom, you know what I mean? From godly wisdom, I have a godly sorrow about that, which produced a repentance in me to life. <clears throat> that's good wow that's so good i i love yeah 
I, I think we ought to do another episode on repentance. Remember I talked about that? Yeah. Cause that's but do a, you know where you went wrong on that episode? Where? You had a bunch of pastors on. Oh, sorry. I'm just kidding. To the pastors that were I'm on. Just, it was, I don't even know who was on. Trying to teach me about <laughs> repentance. It was Jeff Jewett, and uh, who else was on it? Don't remember. I it was a. High. It was a. Uh, <laughs> you might have been high. Been well, drunk. here's a question: Have you been high on the podcast? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I just wondered. <laughs> Man, this is all. This is all really good stuff. I'm. I'm glad that things went this way. Um, well, yeah, the, sorry to hijack the show. Bro, no, just, it's, I, oh, this is what bursting with so much this content is great. from. You know. Yeah, yeah, you're bursting with content. Yeah, you're you're spewing your content all over the podcast. Thank Excuse you. me, sure, your content is showing. <laughs> Sorry, your it's, a your it's a bulge. It's a bulge. Bulge of content. Oh my spiritual gosh. bulge. Your, yeah. Your stri- <laughs> streak toes. Your spiritual bulge. Your spiritual show. bulge. <laughs> you are very well endowed with your spiritual bulge. Oh my gosh. Hey, oh. Well, that took a turn. Are you wearing yoga pants? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so here's where I was going to go with this. Um, Christopher, you and I talked about, well, we all talked about um, season five and kind of where we're going, what we want to do. Um, one of the phrases that came out of a conversation that you had with somebody, and as we continue to talk about this, is the phrase, a better way. Mm -hmm. And so we've been talking about, you're going off on the whole prescription thing, oh, Christians prescribe this, and we're trying to do things from the soul. Excuse me. We're trying to use our mind, will, and emotions to overcome sin, this, that, and the other. So here's, here's the question then. Casey, what's the better way? for somebody to deal with a, a sin in their life that's I'll, kept them oppressed I will and a literally, slave. I will literally tell you a quote from Watchman Nee. What's lacking in the world today is not a better living, but a better dying. So the better way is better a dying. A better death. How do we teach people to die? I don't know. Jesus said, I mean, okay, so scripture now. Jesus said anyone who would follow me must take up their cross daily and follow me. They'll have to die to self, right? What does he say about dying to self? Um, do it. I think that's what he says. <laughs> Just do it. What does he say? He says, oh, gosh, Google. Googly. Googly Googly. Googly. None of you can give me a quote. Yeah, I don't know the Bible. Oh, okay, there it is. Uh, deny himself, take up his cross daily, follow me. Uh, well, I say the, to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies. And the denial of self is is like we were talking about by the by the spirit. So living there, allowing that more. So when we deny ourselves, it only I think, it, it, at least the way I interpret it, is that it it strengthens and it fans the flames of the spirit inside you to deny yourself and to continue to do that. You know, again, having only one objective, my desire above all things, God and God alone. That's it, right? So, so what's an example? What's a like a practical of dying to self? Like, how do you know itself, and then how do you die to it? I mean, are the when I when I catch myself wanting to manipulate other people around me to for a better outcome, hmm. you know what I mean. And then rather than manipulate it, I'll just be quiet. You know, that's, not that's an anything. interesting point. I mean, maybe you, you know, just us uh, beginning to realize maybe like, it's being a little bit more quiet, identifying you know, I, like, yeah, hey, is what I'm doing right now is this coming for me? This does not sound like anything Jesus right. or spirit related. Mm. Probably coming for me. Yeah, I probably need to not be quiet. Do this. Yeah. yeah. Dang. Let me read this. Self crucifixion is not possible. No one ever committed suicide by crucifixion. Think about it. 
We may be able to nail in one hand and both feet, but there's no way we nailed down the other hand. Crucifixion is God's work, not ours. Stop trying to figure out how and when God intends to do his work in your life. What? Yeah, suicide, crucifixion isn't a suicide. It was actually the religious people nailing the hammer or nailing the nails. So, Right. <laughs> right, right. No, but it's, yeah. I just, it's that's, true. That's what it's saying. It's, it's true. It's God's work. So just partnering. I mean, Casey, was there ever a point where you felt the Lord or heard the Lord say to you anything about your deliverance from alcohol and drugs? And like, did he ever share his heart for you with any of that? Like, did you ever hear him say, like, I really want this for you or something? No, or, you you know, never did. And, and, I always, and I always thought there was going to be some grand moment, but I literally woke up and was free. It was so subtle. It was so... And nothing was in so your quiet. power. It was, it was there nothing was no, in your power. It was nothing in my power. It wasn't grandiose. It was so subtle, you know what I mean? That it just, it is what it is. I mean, of course, yeah, his, of course his heart for me is that is I would to be that. free. Sure. Right. But when yeah. I'm crying out to him, Night after night after night after night, yelling at him, screaming at him, cussing at him, because I'm not free, and I want it so bad, you know. Yeah, yeah. He, he just never like. How do you? How, what do you do it. if you meet someone else who was you a year ago? How do you walk with them through this? What is your? You battle for them, man. That's the problem. We give up on people. You right. know what I mean? Like, you battle for them. Tough love isn't something you do to somebody. It's something you do for somebody. Mm. You know what I mean? Going to battle. My dad went to battle for me, son. He gave up. You know, he was fasting. It cost him something. Yeah. But there's power there. You know what I mean? And just being there, praying for him. Night and day. You guys prayed for me for years. Right. And now you see the fruits of your labor. Right? So, I mean, I don't know. What would I tell somebody? I don't know. I'm just just thinking. I I mean, like on a practical. and, And this is... Well, because I'll tell people, because I guarantee you, we're gonna have people that are listening. And go, I'll tell you, I'll I tell want you, that. I want what Casey. I tell you, I this, want that freedom. Like you know, now I live in the Oxford House. Um, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which is a, co- a community of uh, the people you know living in sobriety, trying to get. The, and there's different. There's different positions, and I'm about to be a president of our house. Got you know uh, nominated and voted in, so that'll probably start next month. But I have dis- kids underneath me that are alcoholics that I've met through Oxford House, right, or whatever, and that. You know, I disciple those guys, and it's so frustrating. Like now, I understand like what my what my mom was feeling, what you guys were feeling, what my right, wife right, was right. feeling. You know what I mean? To see somebody say, "Oh, this is the last time," and to keep going back to it. You know what I mean? You're like, and every time, like w- w- when you're walking with them for a while, and then they just keep screwing up consistently. I had to catch myself because it was like I'm done with this person. You know, what right, I mean? right, like right. I'm done. But then I had to pray about it. And I got convicted in my heart, man. I was like, no, you. You gotta, you got this. This, this is a long game. We don't have a long game in us naturally. We want instant gratification wow. right now. We want the fruit. Of, we want the fruit of the labor right here, right now. But I mean, we don't take lessons from everything on this planet Dang. that grows over time. We want you the know? shade of the oak a day after we plant the acorns. Ex- who exactly? We want the result right now. We want now. that McDonald's we don't freedom. Have a, we don't have a yeah. We don't have a long Golly. game mentality. Right, Jesus, and, what you got on the dollar menu? Right. Jesus, give me that dollar menu uh, <laughs> freedom. So we How long will that last? Let me get that two a, for... A day? Dude, that's what we got. We got Christians walking yeah. around over here with that McDonald's freedom, we that don't value have, menu freedom. We don't have How long, long does game. it last? A day. We don't have long game faith, bro. And a, and you know what I mean? Game. We don't wild. have long game denial of self to keep going for the other person, man. Like you have, You're sharing a burden with another people. And every time I catch myself with this one kid that I work with specifically, man, like he keeps screwing up. 
And I've given it to him every which way. I've, I've been, you know, good cop, bad cop. I've done this, done that, given my advice. And he keeps struggling. But then I realize, okay, well, that was me. He's on his personal journey, and the Lord's going to deliver him when his appointed time is. All, all, all I'm called to do is to keep being faithful to that kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? To keep being faithful for him, to keep being there for him, to keep praying for him, to keep trying to give him guidance. Man, you know, it's so interesting. Everything in me, you know, I'm hearing all this stuff, and I'm trying to imagine myself in a position to where this is my son or is my brother or there's someone that I'm in direct, my wife, you know, my daughter, anyone that I'm in direct contact with and everything in me, I would want to give them something to like, yeah, solution. Let me, so, and, and I'm just, this is my heart is where I'm at because yeah. there's a love that's there and, and I just want to help and I want to do what I can do. And, and so solution after solution, after yeah. solution, after failed attempt, after failed attempt, after failed attempt. And even now, you know, you with this kid, you know, and I don't know that you're giving solutions as much as you are just being there and walking with him. But for me, I would feel this frustration, this heartbreak, this um, feeling hopeless. You know, you said you. I said it seemed like you were on a thought with that too. Well, yes, because you were saying I, I'm the one that started it. I said, well, what's the practical? And then, or what does this look like? And then you said something, and I still didn't feel like I had a takeaway. And so I was like, well, how do I do that? And so I'm looking for a task, right? Like, isn't that what the flesh desires? Isn't that what even like that's not, your will, right? Even that's exerting that my will over it. The zeal, you know? the will desires that. Like, I want to take something away to say, what do I do? Yeah. Everybody wants to know, what do I do? to get over this porn addiction? What do I do to get free from alcoholism? What do I do to this, that, and the other? And so we all... Or, dude, even take the spin this the other way. What do I do to draw near to Jesus? What if you just are? And the same thing with your sin. Just be, bro. And it, and it... It's it's such a hard concept, and I wonder if this is that Western uh, thinking, Eastern thinking. It's like, a lot of waiting, It's literally man. like our brains, being American, cannot compute. It's it's a lot of this waiting. whole not doing anything, right? And Matt so, said that verse on there, which is "Be still and know that I'm God." Mm-hmm, that's part yeah. of it. That that's one of my that's one of my key verses that got me through. Being still, right? Cease striving and know that I'm God. And that's a whole, right? so, I know we've talked about so episodes wait, that we're going to do this season again, on that too. Wait, yeah, waiting yeah. waiting is a huge part of it. Huge part of it. I'm well, still waiting for things to come to fruition right now. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. But that long game, we got to have it's that long, long game, game mentality. So Romans 8, 2, and because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. Hmm. So the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. So somebody who is in sin and is saying, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? I mean, the reality of, so if, if we want to look at scripture and say, well, scripture says, and we use that as an authority to teach us or show us a spiritual reality. And I say, in Christ, the spirit has freed you from the power of sin, but I just still, but you're free from sin. But I just can't seem to, but you're free from sin. You said just be, right? Like, instead of trying yeah. to do, just be. But again, that's and not a quick fix. But, it, I mean. You know what I mean? But, so I guess my question is, like, how much does belief play a role in this as well? Like, I'm sure a lot, but belief has to be exercised. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
And he's not, oh, you believe, so therefore, bam, you're just instantaneous gratification. Okay, you believe? Okay, well, let's stretch that out a bit. Let's give you some resistance. Let's, his, his plan and the way that he deals with his children, you know what I mean? Be- belief has to be exercised. You can't just say, oh, I believe it, therefore. What was that verse, Jason? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Keep it's going, Romans 8.2. You know what I mean? But, but, you know, sometimes I wonder how much, like, we have mentalities that are strongholds, right? Mm-hmm. So we have strongholds. We believe a certain way. Scripture tells us often to get a, you know, a mind set on the spirit is life right. and peace. Um, be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you'll be able to be able to test was a good, pleasing, perfect will of God. There are things that we are to do with our mind that help us further in our spiritual journey. Right. And so it's a matter of how do we change some mentalities so the idea is, I'm a sinner, I'm terrible, I can't stop, I'll never get over right. this. If that's a mentality, what, what if you Again. start replacing that mentality with, I've been set free, I've been forgiven, my, the, my record of debt has been canceled. What, y- you know what, what I'm you believe, What you believe dictates your conduct, right? And yeah. so I found, as I observed myself going through this and like really, you know, taking it into account, I started realizing, like, you know, I believed that I was a monster. I believed that I I was a horrible, horrible person. Yeah, you said... I believed other people around me that ascribed my worth and told me, you know, that toxic and this and this and that. And then... Well, yeah, I got got one more for you that you said, that that you really struck with me, that you said when we met the other day, you said, I believed I was a piece of shit, so I did piece of shit things. Right. And 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 it's and, and it's right because that belief dictates your actions, right. your posture, everything. So I shed that and I started believing, right, who I was, you know, shed and not shit, and not ascribing my worth based off of what other people were telling me. You mm. know what I mean? And to know mm. because, yeah. like I said, you know, knowing it is never as powerful as being it, right? Ooh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's good. I wonder how much of it is an identity issue. I don't know. Going back to this verse, Romans 8, 2. Because through Christ Jesus, the law of Scripture, who gives us life, has set you free from the law of sin and death. I read that and I go, okay, yeah, I believe that, but why not now? Yeah. So, like, how do I reconcile that? The Scriptures say this, 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 they speak of freedom here, here, and here. And then, why not now? Yeah. Yeah, why not why not a decade ago to save you from 10 years that's of That's not for me to know, man. Right. Honestly. And I think that's I think that's ultimately where you got to land yourself. But I know that like you have to land and be okay with too. it. It's like, dude, I'm not even What does it matter? Right. You can't you change know? the past. What does it matter? Yeah. yeah. That's that's trying to live in the past and be God, man. So being present where you're at and just accepting it, you know, accepting is, what it is. Is God good for having delivered you recently? He's better. He's better for delivering me now than he would have been by delivering me back then. Why do you say that? I'm just saying, because obviously this was the best time for it. Hmm. Because he's not going to do anything unless it's the absolute best time to do it, right? Yeah. So I I was thinking about this the other day, and I was it just an interesting story, and we can take it where we will. But you know, um, in the book of Acts, when Peter and John were walking into the temple, and they stopped at the gate called Beautiful, and there was a beggar there who was um, also lame and had Silver been Silver and gold I do not have for you. Right. But, yeah. He had been lame for years and years and years. So we know that Jesus frequented the temple. 
And so he would have passed that beggar year after year after year. Why didn't he heal him? Because the healing came through Peter. His appointed time right. was the healing to come right. through Peter. And we exactly we don't know. Like may, maybe he waited that that long so that my dad could experience and partner with the Lord to free me. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, Who knows? I think there's I think you know there's I mean? something else here though. I think you're going back and you said I think this is a maturity thing or a a journey thing. Maybe this is a mile marker on your journey. Right. I like I like that this phrase isn't, journey. This isn't the better than the destination, right? Like, than you know I mean? than maturity. But think about it. You have lots of people who are discipling people. Not, I'm not even talking about pastors, but just people who are discipling others, and they're saying, hey, here's the word. Here's what the word says. You take this. You hold this. You believe this. You proclaim it over your life. You do all of these things, and and in it, you will reap the benefits of this. This is, you know, believe it, da 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 And then you have people for, I don't know, maybe maybe people are dedicated to doing it for a year, and there's no change. And I think that there has to do, there, there's something here that I'm trying to get at with like this prescription of the word and it's like effectiveness that's going to happen. So again, think of medicine, think of a slow release tablet or an instant release tablet, a gel or whatever, the gels and the solids and how they have different release times. And so maybe we're assuming by reading these verses, by doing these things, by holding on to these, claiming these truths, that it's going to be an immediate, this immediate fix, this immediate thing that happens, or it's going to be between month one and two or month six and seven, or you're looking when really we need to back up and look at not putting a time frame on anything. Right. And I think Listen, and I think that that's what it boils down to is time frames these, and expectations. These are yes, exactly. These are seeds that are sown, okay? And again, the what Jason said, we want the shade of the oak tree the day after we plant it. Right. These things take time. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying he can't heal people instantly cuz yeah, he can't. Oh yeah, Absolutely. we've seen that. We've seen that yeah, stuff. I've seen it. But you know, sometimes man, his plan is the long game. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it makes me it makes you ask the question like what are you in it for? Like I Man, I I have been right. in relationship with the Lord. Like I I believe the the birth of that, of his revealing himself to me and me entering into this, like, there's a God and I want to know him and he's got something for me. Like, that happened at the age of 14 for me. Although I grew up in the church and I heard Bible story stories and I was baptized and all that stuff. It wasn't until that point. So I was 14. Um, in my 20s, I was a wayward child and got into a bunch of crap, thought I missed my calling. Then I answered a call, moved, became a pastor, Planted a church, did all this stuff. Man, it wasn't until like, I don't know, a couple within, of years ago, within the past five years, I guess, that I actually started using the phrase like spiritual journey. And when I say that, what I really mean is my my lifelong relationship with the Father. I realize that this is a lifelong scenario. Like, yeah. do I want God because I want Him to act on my behalf now, so that I no longer sin in a way that makes me feel ashamed or guilty or yeah, bad or about yourself yeah. or bad about myself or in a way that even hurts others, that kind of thing. It's like, what do shifted I shifted the focus? What do I want him for? Right. Versus I'm in a relationship, like I'm in relationship with him my entire life and into any, into eternity. And I'm in a relationship where he's revealing himself and I'm coming to know him and he's dealing with issues of my heart and it's a journey. He's going to deal with those things as they arise and as right. he sees, sees fit and as he needs to. So the idea of this instant gratification, and I've done it 
I've prayed like, God, I hate this. Take it away. I want to be different. And then I like write down the date that I prayed the prayer because I hope that it'll <laughs> stay in my heart for the rest of my life. And I can say on June 27th, blah, 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 blah. I prayed this prayer and the Lord should, you know, like, what are we asking for? What are we really what asking are you really for? In it for yeah. What are we really in it for? And so just this idea that if we're in that relationship with God, we're going to journey with him for a lifetime, right. and he's going to do what he's going to do. Right. The scripture tells us that those he predestined, he foreknew, and and those he foreknew, um, oh, what's it say? Those he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed into the image of his son. And so if we're in relationship with the Father, our destiny is that we are conformed into the likeness of Christ, and that is going to be a lifelong scenario of that manifesting. It doesn't mean that it's going to take us our entire lives to be seen as his son by him, but that the conformity is going to happen. He's going to deal with our issues. He's going to deal with our heart, yeah. right? When you came to know the Lord, whenever it was, if what I age? Have, I don't know. Yeah, what age? You Whatever. Womb to pew. Womb to pew. So at some point in time, right, you're, you're journeying with the Lord, and it's taken this long for you to come to know him in this way. Yeah. But that's your journey and that's your life. Right. Right? And so, anyways, the, the whole instant gratification thing, like I guess my question would be, like what's the better way? Right. I, I think the better way is let's stop. Let's let's stop trying to come up with a way. <laughs> let's Seriously. Stop, yeah, let's stop trying and to. And walk the way. Or, or this just is be, the way. Just be in relationship with them. Just. Yeah. It's like you literally have to take all expectations and, and throw, throw them, them out the window. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's hard. Yeah, it is. I don't know, man. You got anything, Chris? That was a good episode. No, nah, I don't. I honestly, I think anything I would try to talk about for my journey would derail what's been done, or not derail. It's just it wouldn't flow well. So I'm fine to not talk. I released a minisode. I still love Jesus. I'm journeying. That was, and it. I got questions. Just I, you know, I have more questions now than ever before. But I love the Lord, and uh, and I think I'm the one thing that I will say is. Casey, you said you are um, content, and I, I'm I'm distracted by the current state of the church. I wouldn't say I'm angry. Yeah, I'm distracted, and it affects me, and I don't want it to affect me. I want it to be able to exist in its current state, and it's going to do what it's going to do, and sure, I want to change it. Sure, I have all these things that I would love to see happen, but I don't want to be distracted by it and for it to affect me. Right. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at. In a very, very, very simplified version. Yeah. Well, I got, <clears throat> I got something for that when we talk about, you know, the branches to the to the trunk as the organism as a whole is the yeah, church. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I got a lot of stuff. Man, for I'm that. ready for it. Yeah. Dude, Casey, I'm so glad you're you're sitting with us again. Thanks. You bring guys. so much wisdom, man. Dude, I was. He does. I was gone for a while, man. But I was. <laughs> he was on the journey. Was, yeah, dude. I was. We were dead. like, "Where's Casey? He's not on the podcast." And the Lord was off giving him content for season five. The Lord was freaking cementing him in his tomb. Yeah. And we're just like, all right, just us here. Growing his content bulge. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help myself. Stand up to I'm the sorry. camera. Show him oh, your bulge. Man. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, man, Casey, for real, dude, like, we've we've been doing the show, and there were times in season three where we were, like, trying to, you know, beat around the bush and we're just like well just pray for Casey he's got a lot going on and he's been doing his own thing and you know these, oh he's just having a hard time also wasn't our story to tell though it wasn't our story to tell but yeah. th there was a lot of like 
trying to just kind of keep it under wraps. Obviously, like we're not trying to give people your business, but you know, I just remember that time where it's like, man, you know, this dude's not around. He's got some crap going on. And then it's like, here you are, man. And really just bringing the word. (laughs) (laughs) Really just bringing it. No, seriously, adding, adding a ton of value to, to the show tonight. Like honestly didn't even know where it was going to go. And, yeah. You know, I I feel like I could even cut out the first part of what I talked about and, you know, just let this nah, guy go good. off. But you just leave it. It's good. Anyway, yeah. Well, I'm excited to be back, man, and, you know, excited to be encouraging other people. That's the, you know, that's part of this is, like, the comfort you receive, you comfort others, man. And so anything that I can give to, like, really stop being about me, you know what I mean, and about him and about his work, you know. Yeah. And so I'm just, I love admonishing and encouraging people. You know, that's just, that's a gifting of mine. And yeah, for sure. I, I'm excited about the season, you know. Yeah. I'm excited about I'm just sitting here thinking about my life and all the crap I've got going on and all my discontentment and all the stuff that I talked about earlier. And you haven't freaking and been in a tomb, bro. I know. I'm just thinking to myself, like, neither have I. I. You I'm know, just, me, me I, I'm hopeful. I, I'm just hopeful. Like, you've given me hope. Like, man. The, the Lord can do that. You know, there's been a couple times in my life where the Lord has delivered me from things. I know what that's like. Yeah. And again, it's kind of the same way. I just woke up and I was different, bro. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. there's no other way to explain it other than it's the work that he did right. in your life. And that's deliverance. But I also think there's a difference between deliverance and sanctification. Right. I think sanctification is a partnering work. Like, yeah. we can actually co-labor with oh, him yeah. for that. For sure. But deliverance is that you just wait. You, that, yeah, cool. That's it. You right? Wait. You just, I mean, it's like you're in a crock pot. You sit in that. You don't know if you're on. There's works that we just, can do with him, but there's works that only he can do. You that's know so I mean? good. Yeah. That's so good. Man. Yeah, we need to do an episode on partnering this season, too. Like, the Lord looking at us and partnering with us. That whole chutzpah. 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 Content. Well, that yeah. was a good way to, st- we came in swinging, didn't we? Yeah, we did, man. That's right. That's I appreciate right. it. So what do we want people to do? Um, I'll, I'll tell you something that I want to do better at this season. If you guys are watching on the stream, I just got up and took some pictures of <laughs> of this stuff. But oh, one yeah. of the things that I want to do better this season is social media. Uh, I took a bunch of minute markers down, and uh, oh, nice. I'm going to be cutting some clips of some good stuff, a lot Look of good stuff guy. Casey was Look saying. And so um, – yeah, man, if you if you guys interact with us and you see content that's coming up, share it if it resonates with you. Um, yeah. A lot of powerful stuff that was said that could help others. I'm going to be active on Instagram, on the gram, um, stuff like that. So uh, just be on the lookout for that stuff. Follow us on, on Instagram. At, I think yeah. it's Salty Dogs Cast. At Salty Dogs Cast. At yeah. Salty Dogs Cast. Our website is what, Jason? Salty Dogs Podcast.com, or you can email us at saltydogspodcast at gmail.com. We always want to hear from you. And we'd love to read some salt. We were doing that for yeah, a minute. Dude, we haven't heard anything. Season time. five was yeah, come out swinging with some we salt. Were, and uh, it's been a while since we've done that. Yet. Let us know how, so how episodes are impacting you. Yeah. You know, I also, I want to put a plug in, man. Like I said, we're, you know, Jason's helping me because we'll be doing an offshoot um, a podcast because I'm writing that book. Heck yeah. It's going to be, it's about uh, soil hydrology and tree biology and how that relates to, you know, our, like just profound, profound. Bro, I was lessons. pumped when you were telling me you're writing a book. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and we're going to be doing, so I guess with every chapter or whatever it's going to look like, it's going to be a narrated podcast. You know what I mean? That I'll be reading yeah. the material and then I'll hopefully, you know, God will, and we'll put that book out. Also, Ascension Ministries, the ministry that Jason and I um, started, 
uh, we're doing another trip in May. We're going to do Challenger Point in Colorado. Yep. And so if you're in, we we had a couple of people that listened to the podcast that hit us up. And yeah. They actually met Dennis. us in Colorado, Dennis and Jesse De Pascal. Yeah, that was they so actually legit. met a, they met us in Colorado on our first trip. When is on that? Ascension. It'll be. Uh, we haven't decided um, the the specific day. When is Labor Day? Labor Day. No, Memorial Day. It's Memorial like Memorial Day is the thirty first. It has to be May, last the, week of May. The only prerequisite that I yeah. have is that it's a day that or a weekend that I don't have Ezra. So yeah, um, yeah. But anyway. I was just thinking Memorial Day weekend because we'll get an extra day. Yeah, we'll figure it out, man. Yeah. But but be if you guys are interested and you're within the driving range of that, man, like come out with us. We're gonna be there for a weekend, man, camp, and we we hike and a lot of cool stuff happens there. Yeah, I mean, I'm so excited about this ministry, it'll, dude. So it'll be excited. it'll be a quick trip. We usually we'll drive out on Friday. <laughs> We'll get up early, hike on Saturday, and just come back Sunday. I'm hoping it's, it's I'm hoping it's not as quick as we usually do because we oh. just go there, do hike the mountain, and leave. And then it's leave, like, yeah, there's, leave. yeah. There's no but anything. but let me tell you, the other day, I so I've been trying to get back in the gym. 2021. I'm like, okay, I'm, I want to get in the gym, and uh, just, trying to get trying just, to get that bulge. Bro, really, just trying to get some bulge definition. But for real, for for my mental health, <laughs> man, like, um, it it de-stresses me. Like, I oh, need yeah. to go to the gym. It's my me that time. Release. I'm doing something good for my body. But I was uh, working out the other day, and I messaged Casey, and I was like, well, I'm basically starting my training. So really, think about it now. Yeah. If you're thinking that you want to go on a trip in May, it's going to be... You better get ready for it, it's man. A, it's a 14er, so it's not easy. Right. But the trail we're going to do is a 14.1-mile round trip. Right. And the last time we went, we did 12.2 miles round trip. Mm-hmm. And that is no easy task, my friend. Yep. So think about it. Think about want, that physically. You, you need to be train, ready for it. And then yeah. also be thinking about what you're taking to that mountain. So what are you, you. T- right. what are you talking? Leg workouts? Quads? Legs, dude, all I, that stuff. Dude, walking. I stay fit, bro. I'm already. I'm, I know dude, you I are. Lost, I know you're. I lost, I lost I know ten pounds climbing last, wood all yeah, day. Dude, he stays. He it, stays man. fit, so you don't have to get fit. That's right. Hey, check it out. And Matt the only Brown, fit that I know about is Matt that Brown said, uh, "Pencil my name in for that trip." But so let so let me just pitch this real quick. And if you're thinking about, if you've been thinking about getting healthy for whatever reason, like you just you want to feel better, you want to change your diet, you want to work out. Train for something. And if you're going to train for something, let me just invite you to train for a mountain hiking trip in Colorado because you'll see some of the most beautiful landscape that you've ever seen. You'll you'll spend time with bros, (laughs) which is always amazing. You get out in nature. You connect with the Lord. We do the hike naked. Right. (laughs) You push yourself further than maybe you've ever pushed yourself. I'm just saying yeah. think about it. Yeah. It's February, you got February, March, April, and then May. So essentially you've got 4 months to really start training and think about it as training. Yeah. Make the statement, I'm training for a, a trip to Colorado because you have to train. If you're yeah. not in shape, if you're like me, listen, I'm 39 years old. I weigh, I weigh like 212 pounds. I got the dad gut. I've got oh, like I got you beat, sciatica buddy. pain. I sit in front of a desk all the time. Like I have to train or I will fail. Yeah. And so I just want to invite you to consider. Yeah, for real. To, and listen, this isn't a like, oh, we're going to make money off you, whatever. No, blah, blah. not at all. It's it's a, this stuff is so much freaking fun and I cannot wait to go. Yeah. I can't wait to go. And we I, and I gained a lot from our last trip too, man. It's always, we, I brought something up there with me, you know. And so be thinking about that too. If you're going to go. Or if you have, if you want to try to, you know, reach out to us and, and, and put your name down on that list. But um, just make sure that 
you you know what you, you be praying about it what you're going to bring to that mountain you know what i mean because we're going to take it to the top we're going to sacrifice Dang, it there everyone should freaking yeah. haul a rock with something you build an ebenezer yeah at the top yeah let's so. just do it great episode, and then we're going to go streaking through the quad yeah dude skyler <laughs> skyler just skyler just messaged me he said my streak is weak bro <laughs> <laughs> what's your streak <laughs> got that weak, streak girl got that weak streak <laughs> Before oh we date, gosh. girl, I gotta know what that streak is. What's that streak? <laughs> Just what's been your, in that book of titties. What's your sign? What's your streak? Oh my gosh, you pulled that one out, dude. That's All a right, sign that's time to get off. Well, it's, it's, it's time. I, I, I meant Titus, the book of t- titties, Titus. Oh you my know, gosh. That whole thing. Okay, okay, we're done. <laughs> See you All later. Right. See y'all. Bye. Salty dogs. Out. Out.